Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints. I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another generous episode of Yes, Jesus! I'm Danny Franzese, and I'm here with my bestie. Cash App name is same as mine, Azariah Southworth. <laughs> and here at Yash Jesus, we believe... It's time to share the love. That's right, my Venmo's What's Up, Danny. God loves a cheerful <laughs> giver, and so do we. And sometimes, we all need a generous daddy. We've got a great show for you, so just sit in the pew-pew-pews, relax, kick your feet up, and get ready for some... <laughs> Oh, honey, this one is good. We have another story from our friends at REAP, which stands for the Religious Exemption Accountability Project. We love REAP. We sure do. Andrew Hartzler was a student at Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He didn't want to go, but it was the only school his father would pay for. So Andrew didn't have a lot of choice. He signed one of those pledges that said he wouldn't be gay or act gay because that's how it works. (laughs) But he still felt the discrimination. So Andrew joined the lawsuit with Reap and Political has a great story that we'll link that tells more of his story. See, this is what happened. People always say, why do uh, LGBTQ people even want to go to a Christian university? Um, sometimes this is their only option. Sometimes it's in the family. It's decided where you're going for college. There's so many uh, collegiate families like that that have tradition um, or just what they expect of you. Or you don't even you're still figuring out who you are. You don't want to make a decision. You don't want to sign a pledge saying what you what you are or are not when you're at like such an exploratory young age. And we're very proud of Reap. You know, we've talked with Aaron from Reap a while back, and we love sharing these stories that are coming from this program. They're doing some really great things. Yeah, they really are. Um, like I shared in our conversation with Aaron from Reap, you know, my dad prayed every single day with the same fluctuation that all of his kids would graduate from Oral Roberts University. So, so many people that end up in this situation end up there for a variety of reasons. For Andrew, it was because his dad said, this is the only school I'll pay for, uh, you know? So there's a lot of different reasons why we end up in these in these universities and, and schools that are receiving federal funds. Um, but Andrew did make it through the program and graduated, but he is still joining REAP, uh, their lawsuit to make Oral Roberts and dozens of other private religious schools treat LGBTQ students better or at least to stop federal funding flowing to schools that discriminate. So uh, he graduated, snaps. but that couldn't have been easy. That could not have been easy to have to like lie about who you are and feel so discriminated against just to get an education. Yeah, and Tulsa's a small town. Can you imagine like you're just trying to live your life, trying to go on a date, another fellow student sees you, reports you to the office just because you're trying to live your life the way that, you know, is right for you and in the way that you're designed to to love and all of that, but wild, Danny. But here's some real tea. Andrew's aunt is Missouri Representative Vicki Hartzler, and she is no ally. Uh-huh. So Vicki Hartzler has pushed for some of the most extreme restrictions on gay people in her state of Missouri. And she's even was suspended from Twitter for some anti-trans posts. Oh, my. These people are on the wrong side of history. And those are going to be so <laughs> yeah. like they're so they're so horrible and cringy now. It's like, why just leave? Let people just live their lives. Like, yeah. why did 
People want to be so involved in other people's lives. Yeah. Uh, it's just so frustrating. Uh, we are definitely going to have well, to... Uh, just just to cap that off with this, we have to remember the reasoning behind it, why they're doing this. And it's, for so many, it's because of a theology that has perme permeated evangelicalism for so long now called dominionist theology. People like Pat Robertson have espoused this for years. So people are indoctrinated with this. And dominionist theology believes that Christians have to take over all social institutions to usher in the second coming of Christ. And the, the backing for that is also behind behind dominionist theology is really white nationalism. So, I mean, yes, get out of our bedrooms, get out of our lives. But also, I like to name things and call them for what they are. Yeah, so people know, yes, people yes, know yes, what yes, they're yes, dealing yes, with yes. and how to end it. So oh, and it feels so good to um, hear, hear you say it and hear you call it by its name. Um, definitely something we're going to have to like keep in prayer. It is like an ongoing battle. Um, but I think that really a relationship with Christ is just that it's like your relationship. It's you talking to God. It's you have like you having, um, an emotional and spiritual connection with the higher power. It's not anybody, nobody else can get in that. Like, um, it is so personal. And so don't let anyone define what that means for you. Uh, but, uh, you know, speaking of prayer, you know, this is a great time to talk about the praise report and prayer request portion of our show. This is like where if you have something extra that uh, you want to hallelujah about, we'll hallelujah along with you and we'll add it to our praise report and we'll praise God for you and with you. And um, if you have something that you need a little help with, you feel like you have a little bit of an extra burden, you're praying about it, but you want to add more prayer to the prayer train, uh, let us know and we'll pray along with you. And so will our listeners. Uh, so our first one we got here is a prayer request. This comes to us from Jimmy. Jimmy says, Hey guys, prayer request here. A friend of mine just came out to me as trans and I had a genuinely hard time coming up with a supportive response. I want to be affirming and to celebrate with this person who is obviously feeling so much gender euphoria, but instead I'm finding that my fight or flight response is being triggered. And I'm ashamed to say that part of me even wants to cut ties. If I had to guess, I'd say it's some leftover religious way of thinking about trans people that I apparently haven't properly deconstructed. Worst of all is that this person was the first to set me on a path to accepting my own queerness and re reconciling it with my faith. So I feel like such a hypocrite. Please pray for some clarity for me so I may become a better ally. Jimmy, this is a, this is a big thing to pray about here. And this is a big thing that you're dealing with. And it's funny that you use the word hypocrite because Christ mentioned hypocrite numerous times in the Bible as something not to be and never said anything about not being gay or being trans. And I think to think about like you being able to accept your own queerness and reconciling it with your faith, if you hold the bridge or the key for someone to be able to do the same with their sexuality and their gender and their truth, then you have to be able to pass that along or your journey isn't going to mean the same thing. Like you have to be able to be open to loving everyone and um, even the, the haters. And while you may not agree with your friend's decision, because maybe you have a past relationship with your friend's identity that they want to move past. And that's very hard sometimes for people to mourn people who they feel like they, they feel a loss sometimes loved ones of trans people when there's a transition but if you could just focus on the person who you care about the person that's your friend that helped you through your journey 
living their absolute truth and shining their light in, in just full honesty and comfortability and embrace that. I promise that a person going through the gender euphoria you speak of, like just the euphoria of authenticity is going to light is going to bounce on you. Like, I think that you need to look deep within yourself, like you and, and, and find a way to be able to support your friend because um, even you writing in about this is you reaching for that, which means you have it in you to do it. Honestly, Azzy, the first way we, we, we change anything in this world is to find the biases that we have within ourselves. There's no shame in this for you feeling different or whatever. The call There's no is coming shame from in you inside. Feeling... <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. Yeah. Like, do you know, like it's this is the first thing you have to do is say, I we all have racial biases and gender biases and things that we grew up with due to unpacked religious trauma or or whatever, or just environmental knowledge, or just plain ignorance. Ignorance is just the absence of knowledge. It's okay to learn. And for you to reach out and to find a way to like discover what this means, maybe your friend asked them about their journey. And I think that you can, as you watch it, it it's going to naturally unfold. I've had the privilege of seeing a few people of trans experience in my life that I consider really good friends go through the transition and see them blossom into who they always are meant to be and what that looks like. And it is beautiful and um, it is something to be celebrated. So it, it may be tough, but you know, um, if they were there for you, I think it's doing yourself and your own queerness a, a service to be there because there is no LGB without the T like trans people are our siblings. They are part of us. They are you. They are me. And if you think, you know, when we refer to God as a he that we're talking about a man, then you really don't, you really got it all wrong. Yeah. Like, because God transcends gender. Yeah, God you talk about the LG- <laughs> I, I think God would say, if you talk about LGBT, you talk about me. Like, yeah. so it's kind of like, you know, I think that you need to find God in this beautiful transition. You know, I would even encourage you, Jimmy, as an act of like deconstructing, like you said, some of this religious bias that you recognize that is within you because you sound like from what you've shared with us that you are observing the feelings that are arising and you're recognizing it. And that's good and that's healthy. Um, but as part of a way of deconstructing that gender or religious bias that you have, maybe play with your own gender a little bit and notice the feelings that come up and work through that as well. Because like we said, the call's coming from inside the house. So like maybe if, try to get yourself to feel a little bit comfortable of even playing with your own gender. And maybe that will give you the answer that you need of how you can accept and support your friend, but also put you in their shoes a little bit too, maybe. You know, and that could be something that you do privately. I, think, I don't know that's something that came to my mind. I I think that's really the prayer here, and we're gonna put 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 this as a prayer request. You really ask for our advice, but I'm gonna pray for you that you can open your heart, and I'm gonna pray for you that you can um, be there for your friend the way they were there for you in their new journey. Keep in touch with us, Jimmy. Like, honestly, if you do come to a place of understanding, let us know. And if you don't, let us know, too. The conversation can always continue. Um, you know, we're, we're we're open to talking about anything. You know, no one is being judgmental, but we're all just trying to love each other here. Um, uh, we have a praise report. Let's talk about a hallelujah moment, Azzy. This is from Sydney. Sydney says, hi, I love your podcast so much. It has brought me so much peace in my queerness and has helped me to find myself more in God. I just listened to your episode over secular songs, and I think you should listen to God is a Freak by Peach PRC. 
It criticizes the church and the perspective of God so many people have. It's a great song for healing religious trauma. I have more song recommendations if you'd like them. Yes, please, Sydney. Thank you so much for what you do. God bless you. Love, Sydney. Uh, yes, let's start a playlist, Sydney. I'm all about it. I love that. And I will look that song Ooh, up. Oh, yeah. Everyone, you should send us in uh, your song ideas um, and we'll make a big playlist. That would be really fun. Uh, well, that's a praise, a new song to jam to. I'm into yeah. it. Uh, can't wait to listen to it. Um, we'll add it to the Yes, Jesus playlist. We have a Yes, Jesus playlist on Spotify. Yes, and Apple Music. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, we'll be right back uh, after this with the scripture of the day. Let's be honest. The news about the world around us right now can be pretty overwhelming. It's easy as an affirming Christian to feel overwhelmed and just want to check out of all of it. But here's the good news. We were called for such a time as this to raise our voices and do something every day that shows our Christian values of love and justice. Our producer, the freaking deacon, Ross Murray's newest book, The Everyday Advocate, Living Out Your Calling to Social Justice, helps you figure out what you can do to advocate for the issues that are important to you. Now, you know Ross from his work on this podcast, so you know he'll tell you stories, stories about strategies that worked and times when things went all wrong. The Everyday Advocate keeps things practical. It's all about figuring out what you can do to make the world a better place and then doing it right now. Check out The Everyday Advocate from the Fortress Press or at rossmurray.org. R-O-S-S-M-U-R-R-A-Y.org. You won't regret it. My name is Brenda LaBelle from Liverpool, and you are listening to Yes, Jesus. Hey, Azzy, we're here for the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. A scripture of the day. It's soul food. It's a scripture of the day. Tell us about it, Azzy. Psalm 37, 21. The wicked borrow and do not pay back, but the righteous are generous and keep giving. Oh, let me tell you something. We're here to talk about money. Money, honey. We're here to talk about cashola, generosity, tithing, stewardship, charity. I think I went to Hebrew school with her. Whatever you want to call it. Yes, this is related to us at Yash Jesus. We love the faithful, caring community we've built over the last two years. And... We want to keep it going as long as possible. This is a podcast, but for so many of us, it's really a ministry um, to be able to keep growing this community. We need to step up our fundraising. So that's what we're doing today. So step up your pussy and step up your fundraising, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but we promise that we're not going to do an NPR fundraising on you. So this isn't just about us, but about all the ministries you care about. Now, we did an episode a while ago about tithing. Tithing is a commandment in the Bible. The principle is that you give 10% of what you have to God. In the Bible, it's often in the form of goats, doves, grain, uh, many offerings. And today, we think of tithing as donating 10% of your income. In our modern Christian churches, that donation has been in the offering plate going to the church paying the pastor's salary, keeping the church building open and the lights on and funding various ministries like schools, food banks, and, you know, whatever else, whatever else. Now, Yash Jesus isn't like a traditional church, and I think that is so good. Uh, the two of us have been going through our own deconstruction of to toxic theology, 
that we've heard growing up and building up a much new and stronger faith. And we've been sharing that with you in this podcast. And we've heard so many of you who are going through similar things. I've never met more PKs in my life and had things to talk about with a PK ever since doing Yes, Jesus. So we've asked people if they can buy me a coffee, which is basically a one-time donation to Yes, Jesus. And instead of spending that money on coffee, we spend it on our amazing sound editor, on microphones, all the wires Danny has lost over the years, and the platform that records all of this. <laughs> and that's why we have Buy Me a Coffee in our show notes and in our social media. It's quick, it's easy, it's one time for those moments when the generosity hits you and, you know, you want to buy me a wire so I don't get yelled at. <laughs> and of course, if you're able, you can also support Yes Jesus with a monthly donation. Yes, we have a great core group of monthly supporters, and we are so thankful for each and every one of them. In fact, let's take a moment to give thanks to God for them and name yes. them by name. Thank you, Leo and Benjamin and David James and Samantha and Marie and Cody and Amanda and Dee and Sammy. Aw, thank you all. And if you want to join this group of monthly sponsors, just visit yasjesuspod.com and click on Support the Podcast. Now, of course, we know that there's some hucksters who, you know, get rich off people's donations. That's not what's going on here. At some point, we need to do an episode about Prosperity Gospel, Danny. Talked about it a little, but it deserves its own examination. Now, if you watch The Eyes of Tammy Faye, or you just know anything about the story of Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, you know that asking for donations was a big part of their ministry and part of their downfall. Of course, others have done it. I'm looking at you, Joel Olstein. Now, we don't want to be like that, okay? Ugh. Trust me, we are not getting rich off this podcast. It's been a labor of love <laughs> for us, for though. And we, we, uh, we love it, and we're so thankful to be launched into the world by Oddity. But it's time, yeah. you know, for a baby to put on her fancy dress and step out into the world. <laughs> How do you think I afford these pearls? Wait, was that a Reba McIntyre <laughs> song reference? Maybe. <laughs> well, we do believe that you should support ministries that you believe in. That is why we've included a tithes, love offering, charity, act of good in every episode. And there are so many good organizations that are doing God's work, and they deserve your love and support. The Religious Exemption Accountability Project, the REAP, is making religious schools safer for LGBTQ students. We talked about them in our Gay Christian News segment. Mm -hmm. Lost and Found Youth in Atlanta and the Alley Forney Center in New York City are housing homeless LGBTQ youth. Tannenbaum is promoting true religious freedom by combating prejudice. The Naming Project is helping queer kids understand that they are made, known, and loved by God. These are just a few of the great ministries we've talked about on the show, and they all deserve your support. When you think about tithing, you can consider any of these ministries. Or, if you have a good home church that you love and loves you back, support them too. Of course, we're just asking, like, maybe you could include us in the mix. Mm, please. <laughs> but, you know, I understand. If you don't have the extra cash just sitting around, times are tough. Money is tight. We're not going to cut you off from this community. We're going to make Yes Jesus for the people who need to hear a word of hope in a really troubled world. We want every listener to be comforted and laugh a little and get some strength to do what they need to do in the world. And one way you can help is to spread the word about Yes Jesus. If there is an episode that really hit home for you, share it with a friend. Post your favorite episodes on social media. Let folks know what made you laugh or made you cry. Maybe we could even help more people, but we can only do that with your help. Yes, your endorsement is the best advertisement that we have. 
It honestly goes a long way to reach new people and keep this faithful, caring community growing. And sharing the podcast doesn't cost a thing. For those of you who are concerned about money, that's a great option. Mm-hmm. It sure is. So if you've got an Instagrams or a Facebooks, you know what to do. And of course, for those who are blessed with a little extra income, I'm looking at you, Mama Bear, Zaddy. You have Buy Me a Coffee or a monthly sponsorship option. Any ministry is supported by money, but it's also supported by people who make a community. And that's where we've been so, so blessed. You help keep Yes Jesus going every time you contact us. Every story that's shared, every post that's shared, every comment. And we love reading the social media messages at Yes Jesus Pod. I know I get so happy when we can play your voice messages. Whenever you send them in for a prayer request or a praise report, we all get really giddy. <laughs> you don't see it. It's a behind the scenes <laughs> moment. But we do get really giddy about it. And it reminds all of us that, yes, Jesus is more than just two of us, three of us, four of us. It's whole community. I think our episodes are better when we get to hear more voices. Yes. And those can be your voices. Yeah. I, I, some, honey, I get sick of hearing myself talk sometimes. <laughs> okay. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember D who called in after our nostalgic Christian media episode? He went to the uh, camp in Dry Gulch on the Gospel Bill oh, show. Oh, he got to go to the Gospel Bill camp. Yeah. Yes, and he, he made out with someone in the sinner jail. That's right. You don't get that kind of content on the 700 Club. <laughs> no. Okay, there was a gay kiss in the sinner jail. I want a dramatic reenactment that. That's, that's queer history. That. That's erasure. That's erasure. <laughs> People need to know that happened. Well, we did a whole episode because Eric, the life coach, wanted to help his clients figure out how to find and form chosen family. That was a listener suggestion, and it was a beautiful episode. We want more comments, suggestions, prayer, praise. Keep them coming, friends. We still sell advertisements to support the podcast. If you want to buy an ad to promote your book, your product, your service, or just to say happy birthday to someone, let us know. Send us a message and contact at yashjesuspod.com for more details. This episode might be about generosity, but it's also about how thankful we are for you. So thank you for everything and to everyone who has helped make this possible. And now let's keep this ministry going. For your tithe, love offering, charity, act of good. I feel like this entire episode has been a tithe talk, but we'll just be super clear here. We would love more people to support Yash Jesus. Yeah. You can use Buy Us a Coffee for a one-time donation or visit Yash Jesus Pod to support the podcast with a monthly donation. And if you can't donate, please keep this caring community going by interacting with us and sharing the podcast with your friends, family, or your dog, whoever needs to hear it. You may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other, learning from each other, and vibing regularly, then you don't have a community. So please reach out to us. We want to know who you all are and feel your presence. And now, let's bow our heads in prayer unless you're driving, because Jesus can't actually take the wheel. Father God, we want to start with a huge thank you. We have so much gratitude. We are so grateful to be able to have been working on Yash Jesus and continue this mission. We are so thankful for this community of listeners that we've built. We want to thank you for all the people, God, who have shared their stories with us, their personal journeys, their private prayer requests, their can't-hold-it-in praise reports, <laughs> all of their stories of joy and heartbreak, God. We are grateful. We are grateful for them to share so other people may learn from our stories. And yes, God, we give thanks to everyone who has donated to us to keep Yash Jesus going. We have been surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and we will always be thankful for that. 
God, we ask that you please give us all generous hearts so we can find ways to support the ministries and causes that we think are important. There is so much suffering in the world. And God, there's so many people and organizations that are trying to make the world a better place. Keep our minds and hearts open to the ways that we can support all the ministries that are doing such good work in the world. Yes, and we give thanks for the work that REAP is doing. Keep them strong. And we pray for Andrew Hartzler. Give him the strength and courage as he shares his story and fights for a better future for LGBTQ students at religious schools. And we pray for Jimmy. He's struggling to be the friend and ally he knows he is called to be at this moment. Give him clarity, give him strength, compassion, and help his friend to be the best and most authentic person that they can be. And we give thanks for Sydney that we can overcome religious trauma find great new songs, and build a new healthy and holistic faith. We give thanks, we give praise for all of this. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Azzy. And thank you, all of you, for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. If you like the show, this is a novel idea. Why don't you consider becoming a monthly sponsor? Have we said it enough yet? You can find the link to do so in the show notes. And if you haven't yet, please leave us a review or share us with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and keeps this show running. Hint, hint. Listen, doll, you can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website. It's yashjesuspond.com, doll. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yashjesuspod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas, your guest ideas, or even just a hello. We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Francesi, and... And the ever-giving Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, (laughs) editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Polly. Is it giving what it needs to be giving? Well, we will be streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. God loves you just as you are. So keep praising the Lord, y'all.